Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. to be back with you folks and uh, we do honor and cherish our time together we respect you thank you for this opportunity we love hearing from you with me as almost always the last couple days we got to listen to our husband and uh great missionary martyr charles wesco and now we have stephanie back with us so stephanie what is happening on your end well hello doug wow what's going on on my end is just life um crazy busy um, when, when this podcast airs, we'll actually be headed home from Florida, but while we're recording this, we are getting ready to go to Florida. So, wow. um, yeah. so all of that's underway right now. Um, obviously the, the, um, we'll be in the tail end of that trip when this podcast is airing, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful fall day. It's like the perfect fall weather. Um, here right now. And so I've got a son at home mowing our yard and another son working on projects. And then I got kids at work. So crazy, crazy busy going on. Yeah. Yeah. We have a beautiful 70 degree day here in South Carolina. I did get up to 70. Still a little chilly for me. I'm used to those eighties, but uh, I'm liking the 70, except I am not liking the 43 degree, uh, 42 degree, whatever. I'm not 41 degree, whatever it happens to be when I walk out at 0600. I'm not caring for that. Um, yeah, I wanna, that I, 39 yeah. here, and I did not like that either. I want to level out maybe around, uh, you know, maybe even 50 would be all right first thing in the morning. Uh, maybe I'll pray about that. But anyway, I'm glad to hear that everybody's busy and things are going on and, and, um, Certainly, we, we've spoke a lot uh, about Cameroon and different things, and we just got the opportunity to play the deputation sermon that you probably heard, seems like, 10,000 times on deputation, mm-hmm. but it was, yeah. probably, it was probably only a few hundred, and uh, <laughs> what, what do you remember from that message? What sticks out to you? Well, I know Charles made a statement uh, many times when he preached that message um, that I've never forgotten and that gives you strength, you know, that gives me, reminds me I am where I'm supposed to be. But he used to say living for eternity is always worth it. And he used to talk about having to be willing to count the cost. Yeah. And um, those two things stand out to me that there, you know, there's a cost attached to everything. There's a price tag attached to anything you do in life you're always be, be paying something for whatever you're doing in life. And are you, are you counting the cost from an eternal perspective? Are you laying up those rewards in heaven? Are you choosing to pay, pay forward in that respect? Or are you paying forward to a pile of wood, hay and stubble that will burn up? And, um, so those concepts, those things stand out to me and, um, 
there's times sometimes I w- wish I could tell him to be quiet because I really don't want to hear him preaching in my ear that it's worth it. Um, but those are those things that I need reminded of that I very much appreciate. Yeah. From that. I listened to a little bit of the sermon like a year or two ago, and uh, I listened to the whole thing, I think, last night. So we, uh, there's a couple expressions I use that he uses, so i got to be careful of them or I'll trigger you on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I listened to the whole thing last night, or more or less the whole thing. I had a football game playing in the background with no volume, but I really paid attention, and I thought it was great. And uh, I saw him doing the artwork then. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, Bob Cox. Yeah, yeah. The kids those. Yeah, so if you guys want to actually see um, Charles doing that, you can you can type in Charles Wesco and um, and then there is an online video. You'll see him up there. It's about the fourth or fifth one that comes up in YouTube. So here we are in the Book of Proverbs. But before we go over there, we got you might be a knucklehead, and we never did decide whose turn it was today. And uh, but I just want to say this. All right, I think I'll take the knuckle-headed one. And uh, you might be a knucklehead uh, if you don't let ships unload. I know I've said it before, but it's got to be said again. You know, folks, you might be a knucklehead if you don't go to work. All those things are starting to bug me. But you know what? You might be right with God if you listen to this podcast. You might be right with God if we're part of if we're making God part of the solution. You might be right with God or any of that. So, and then food that's right with God. So every once in a while, I go out of my way to make this homemade noodle stew. So I have uh, some dark meat chicken. So I got some boneless uh, chicken thighs, boneless skinless, and you know, chicken broth and, and, uh, stewed tomatoes and some fresh tomatoes and, and onions, peppers, and, you know, all kinds of spicy type of stuff and change. And then I'll do the noodles on the side and it'll, it'll just make an unbelievable stew. So I've always called it Doug stew, but Doug stew is right with God. So, and it's been passed through the generations. I'm just paying it forward. My stepfather used to make one close to it. His was a little more watery than mine, but, uh, it's just right with God. I just want to share that with you guys. But uh, so it's in the crock pot. It's a, it's a long-term thing. I find it best. You know, you can throw it in a Dutch oven. You can do it a lot of different ways. But for me, I just do it in the crock pot over four or five hours. The smell just takes over the house. And I just let, you know, get to the point where the chicken's cooked and the vegetables are kind of half soft. Cook the noodles on the side and pound those puppies together. Some celery sort, some cayenne, some fresh garlic, salt, pepper, uh you know, those types of things, man, just, we're just digging it in a little bit. So here we are. So now that we've talked food, now that we've talked knucklehead, and it wasn't really a good one today. So if you want to say another knucklehead one, you can, because I kind of, I've been recycling a couple knucklehead ones and I feel bad about that. Mm. So if you want to say something knucklehead, I, I won't judge you. And no, uh, it's okay. It's, all, I, I'm it's di- recycled knucklehead though. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's like knucklehead times 10 percent. it's not a good one it, it just it didn't come out it was out kind great. of a letdown it i felt it was a letdown to me but you know somebody maybe listening would say well that really wasn't a letdown but i think people don't really listen for the knucklehead thing too much <laughs> i think they really want to hear the word of god and uh, that's right <laughs> yeah so we're in proverbs 4 sorry about the knucklehead thing we'll do better tomorrow i'll swing for the wall uh, next time out and well, actually tomorrow will be Stephanie, but forsake her not. So I want, I, people always ask, why does the Lord use these feminine verbs? 
Uh, and, and the idea behind it are these pronouns and, and nouns. The idea behind that is a protection. It's an example. And remember, this is Solomon talking to his sons. It applies to every one of us. Uh, but I remember in seminary, we talked about these feminine pronouns and verbs and things of that nature, or, you know, how it really points toward a lady and a gentleman. And Stephanie was saying how she enjoyed that uh, last week sometime during the podcast. But that's what that's all about. It's not that we think any less of women or uh, any less of men or whatever the case may be. Uh, God loves everybody the same. And, uh, and he died for every one of us. And I just think it's a great way of doing it, Stephanie. But I wanted to bring that up because I remember talking about that in seminary and it, it made perfect sense to me, but sometimes I forget that not everybody sat around in church their whole life or seminary or anything like that. Uh, but we always remember that, you know, when we think of a bride, we think of this delicate, wonderful, uh, great lady. And, uh, you know, just somebody who we want to love and embrace and protect. And, and I think that's what, uh, most men think that way, Stephanie, even though some of the women who are listening said, Hey, my husband didn't think that way <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Or we all, we all know the jerks. Okay. And, uh, and we're sorry about them. If you happen to be around a jerk, just belt them tonight or something or, or hide their favorite food. Uh, but anyway, here we go. We're in Proverbs chapter, hide the pickles, man. That'll mess people up. All right. We're in Proverbs chapter four. Forsake her not. And if for me, it'd be hiding the strawberries. And uh, <laughs> forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. What an example of, of, of talking about, you know, and giving an example of a wife here, but also an example of a relationship with God, a relationship, godly type of relationships. Wisdom, I love this right here, Stephanie. It's wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. You know, uh, we can read about wisdom, we can read about wise thing, but to understand that comes with uh, illumination, illumination from God. It comes mm -hmm. with accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and God kind of illuminating this, lighting it up, backlighting his word. That's such a wonderful thing. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine Head and ornament of grace. Remember, we read about that before. A crown of glory she shall deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. In the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shall not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction let her not go, keep her, for she is thy life. You don't want to let go of your love. You don't want to let go of your love. You want to keep your love. You want to grow your love. You want to embrace your love. So you're hearing this, Stephanie, and I mean, what's coming to your mind as we just looked at those verses? Wow, I love, I think, um, when I look at verse 9, you know, it says, she shall give to thine head an, or head an ornament of grace. Mm. and. I think, you know, you think of like you were saying a bride or something, but when I, but when I read that, I also think of the concept and then it says a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. And I think of the crowns, um, just thinking of Charles, you know, he loved to study the crowns, the rewards that Christ promises 
to those who are faithful, to those who, you know, there's different promises given. Um, there's the martyr's crown and the crown of righteousness and yeah. all those different crowns. And this verse makes me think of those because in the end, only a wise person, in other words, only someone who's been in tune with God, who's been seeking to follow God and love the Lord as God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength will earn those crowns. Yeah. And um, when I think of that ornament of grace, I think of something that everyone's going to see. It. And, and I think when you have someone who's wise, who's walking in the fear of God and exalting Christ, who is wisdom above all else, everyone's going to see it. It's going to, in a sense, crown, crown someone's head where the grace of God's going to so flow through them. Yeah. It's unmistakable. It can't be missed. I always tell people, you know, I remember telling, I remember our kids and I talking about this and I, you know, we, we hear the different name for crowns in the Bible, a tiara, a diadem, a crown. And, uh, and, but you know, they, you earn that. It's like graduating from high school. You earn to put that cap and gown on. It's, it's something that you get from being a scholar by being all in, by being, and, and I think that's a, a great lesson there. I like that you talked about that. And I, you know, if I had to pick out one verse, I think that, that grabbed a hold of me would be the last one in this particular group in which was 13. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. You know, God is our life. And it's got mm. so many implications with our relationships even. Uh, just keep her, for she is your life. And, and you know, so often, uh, so often we, we, we go down that wrong path. We take the wrong exit. We take the wrong turn. We, it's easy to get messed up. Let's face it, every one mm. of us gets messed up. Every one of us messes up. Every one of us gets turned sideways. 90% of the time it's by a mistake and 10% of the time it's because idiots are in our life, but it never gives us an excuse to be that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. We, and, and if they're idiots, we just got to get away from them unless we're married to them. Then we got to take biblical consulate and get right and hope that, uh, uh, they'll matter, that you'll matter as much to them as they, to you. And, but I, I think Stephanie, you know, coming right out here and right starting off here in six, it's talking about preserving and then wisdom and seven being this principle thing. It's, you know, character and principle matter. It's real to us. Uh, yeah. therefore get wisdom and get understanding, you know, not only read, you know, some people can tell you every word that's in the Bible and they don't even know Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you relationship with God and folks, if we nail anything on this podcast and in Proverbs four today, if anything comes out of this, the one thing we've got to nail is, uh, you know, we can get anything and, and remember it. But when it's applied to our life, when it becomes real, they used to say in the army, when we start spreading the grease, you know, they used to tell you that it's important to grease the skids and grease these things as you load trucks and to do these things. And boy, we'd read the books and see the reasoning behind it and all that. But man, when you put grease on those skids and started throwing them on, they just slid on the back of that truck. And when you keep kept things greased up, when you did what you were told to do, when you did your maintenance on the vehicles, when you did that, when you bought into it, Everything lasted. Everything worked better. Everything was the way it was supposed to be. And then exalt her. Now, exalt brings you to a different level, Stephanie. You know, exalt. What is that? When you hear that word, what are you thinking? Well, when I think of exalt, I think give her a place of prominence. Whew. Right up to Giving wisdom, um, the wisdom of God. 
prominence in your life. And again, we're not just told wisdom. You know, you this term isn't just thrown out. If you read your through your Bible in the New Testament, will be you know you'll find that list in James of what the wisdom that's from above looks like. Yeah. And make that prominent. Make that, and, and it will be your controlling factor if you're under the control of the Spirit of God. It won't be a problem at that point. But I really believe that's what I see here is we're to give the wisdom from God, that wisdom from above, a chief, the chief seat in our heart and our life and what controls our thought processes. There it is, just right up top. And uh, that's why Stephanie's the best uh, in the business here. And we, we talked about the crowns, we talked about the diadems and talked about the tiaras and, you know, wearing that, earning that, earning it, being a scholar, being all in. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. And, you know, it's not only about how long we live, it's about how we live, Stephanie. I'm telling you, I've mm -hmm. known people, and you've known people that have been miserable their whole lives. And, uh, you know, that's a terrible way to live, but we serve a God who doesn't want us miserable. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we serve a God who wants us to live a long life, but also to live a life that's full and rich with his glory and, uh, and all those things. And I have bought thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right path. I, I'm going to lead you. You know, God's saying, listen, I'm going to lead you in the right path, Christian. I'll take you in the right path. I'll bring you to that place. And uh, I've taught you that, but you need to follow them. And, uh, you know, a track, it, it's not a road. It, it, it's, it, there's more going on here. It's, it's a leading, it's a different level. You know, with missionaries, we say, we listen to brother Charles, the last couple podcasts and, you know, it's not a burden that brings you to missions. It's a burden that helps you support missions. It's a calling that gives you that exact place to go. I think we're all burdened for people. I know I'm burdened today for those missionaries, those Christian ministry incorporated out of Ohio. There's 17 people, short-term missionaries that are down there helping people out in Haiti, and uh, 17 of them were kidnapped. We talked about that a couple days ago on the podcast. You know, you don't do that with a burden. You do that with a calling. You go into a third world country that's in battle or Cameroon or wherever, that's a calling. And uh, that's, it, it's being on that right path, being called. When thou goest, thy steps shall be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shall not stumble. Man, I stumble a lot when I run. I'll tell you, you know, we're told when we walk in the dark, we stumble is what the Bible tells us. But man, I... I've been known to stumble before. Another way of looking at that is hindered, stuff getting in our way, things uh, where they shouldn't be. And, uh, and it actually says you will not stumble. I'm sorry. When you go as thou <laughs> steps shall be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shall not. You know, I, I miss one word every 10 words. It's the, it's, it's the ADHD. You know, I used to blame it on, you know, growing up in the 70s and stuff, but I think it's more than that, man. It's, that's too far gone. There's, there's way more at play now than the 70s. <laughs> Man, and I'm telling you, all that stuff that I was breathing in when I was in the Army, all that stuff that was, you know, all that all that paint smell, you know, the, the diesel fuel, the asphalt, that's, that's all lining up, and I think it makes me a little batty here. And uh, <laughs> uh, it makes me miss a word here. Take fast hold of instruction. So I, I wanted to camp out here a little bit with you, actually. We just got a couple minutes, and we got a song for you. But I wanted to camp out on 13 with you folks. This is why I think there's something that we get out of 13 that needs to be, that we need to make today all about. 
take fast hold of the instruction. You know, when we learn something, when we go get a new job, the, the, we're trying to learn exactly what we've got to do, and we want to learn it as quick as we can so we do the right thing, the job gets easier, we do a better job, the company makes money, we keep our job, all those things. But, you know, not often enough, we, we don't take the time to realize hey, we've got a relationship with God and we need to take fast hold of the Bible and the instructions and the doctrines and the precepts and, you know, the orders and all those things we need to do. We need to understand what they're all about and, uh, and then not let her go. We need to keep her and, and make that part of our lives. And, and uh, uh, you know, Solomon's emphasizing the value that we should have for wisdom there, I think. You know, keep her. Take fast instruction. The value there is greater than the value of that job we just talked about. The value there is greater than anything in life, but you got to get, get it in there. Throw it in your noggin. I think that's what it's saying. Even a burnt-out guy like me, I think, I think that's what it's saying to us, Stephanie. I mean, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's that same idea of um, you make this very precious to you, and... I think when I think when it says here that that crown of glory will deliver you, it's the idea that when we draw nigh to God, He will draw nigh to us. Yes. We have made wisdom our focus in those times when we don't, you know, our understanding will fail us, our human reasoning will fail us, but the wisdom from above will will not fail us. And there's that sense in which it delivers us. It gives us guidance for the right paths it even preserves our life life shall be many and obviously um i know beyond a shadow of a doubt there are those that would would think even if they wouldn't verbalize it publicly i'm sure it has been verbalized privately that charles was killed um because he didn't follow quote-unquote wisdom um from people that he quote-unquote should have followed but the wisdom, so, you know, you're going to have people like Jim Elliott and Charles and martyrs who die early for the cause of Christ. That's right. But this this yeah. is specifically talking about those whose lives are cut short because they chose to be fools. They right. chose to mock and scorn instruction. And, you know, there are so many awful examples throughout history of people who have paid the severe consequence for being a fool for mocking instruction and then paying the consequence. And so I think there's just so many aspects here that what wisdom will do for you, um, the power behind it and the power of holding on to it, the power of clinging to it. And the idea that it's, it's when I, when I, when we read that verse 13 and it, like you were saying that keep principle it's the idea that this is something so precious to you, you put it in the vault. You put it in the safest, most secure place of your heart, of your life, like you would with your greatest treasures in the world. Because no matter what else in the world you lose, you don't want to lose this. Don't, and lose, it, don't lose it, folks. Yeah, the idea that it's that precious to you. Um, I mean, when it's compared, when something's compared to a tree of life, it's something you better take pretty seriously. There it is. And, and you know, I think if we look at this in, in some kind of aggregate or as a whole, if we look at this particular podcast, we need to take quick hold of things. And, and you know what I like? I, I like the way you brought us back to 13, but I like the word hold in there. 
you know, not only do we want to learn the instructions, we want to hold them. We want to put them in the place where we can reach in and get them. We want to be able to teach others them. We want to pay it forward. And, uh, and I think that's why I documented that verse. I think that's why it was a chronicled verse for me today. And, and let her not go keep her, for she is thy life. And folks, I don't know what your life is today, but uh, I know what it needs to be. And it needs to be God, and it's an everyday thing. I mean, there's, there's things, there's idols. Kids can be idols. Money can be idols. And uh, good old-fashioned, born-again, Jesus Christ-believing Christians can go down the wrong road here. And yeah. it happens to every one of us. And, and let me tell you, we got to keep things in order. One of the tougher things in the Army, Stephanie, just being honest with you, was to, to, you know, to keep, the, keep the troops the way they had to be, keep them in order, keep things moving. And, and at the same, you know, not show... Um, you know, sometimes there's emotion, you know, you got a soldier who needs a little more work than the other, but you can't have a soldier that needs a little more work than the other. That's unacceptable. And I, I guess the point is what I'm trying to make is, is God expects us to put our time in. It doesn't matter what the time is. It doesn't, we, we're expected to be kind, decent human beings. And I want to go back and comment. I know we're talking over our song time. We'll do another, we'll do a song tomorrow. This is more important. If somebody's bad mouthing and, and trying to predict why somebody died, you know, God, for, God forgive them. And uh, I'll yeah. tell you, that's a terrible thing right there. You're a total moron if you're doing that. I'm just being honest with you. Uh, yeah. Hey, God's in the business. He knows the before and half times of our habitation. We don't know dirt. And, and let's just be honest about it. We don't. So if yeah. you're out there, if you're the type of person, are you, and folks, if you know those people, get away from them morons. You know, this, yeah. is, this is all about serving God, and God doesn't deal with the idiots. We don't need idiots anymore. Remember Job? Job had a few friends that were just total morons, and then a good guy comes around at the end. He tells the truth, but he turned out to be all right, old Jehu there. And, and, but, you, but, you know, this is what it comes down to. I'm wondering what the value was in the first three friends to Job. It wasn't there. It's there for yeah. us now. We know how not to be a friend. We know how not to be a family member. We know, you know, we learn that from the book of Job, and obviously that's inspired for us. But if, if you just take Job out and, and in context, try to say, well, what did these three friends do for him? They just showed him they could have cared less about him. And, yeah. and, and folks, we can take it further and say, if someone's around saying, well, this person's sick because of this, or, you know, their family's a mess because they didn't do God right, and they're sitting around acting like they're a, a major disciple or, uh, they've got some kind of secret inside track to God. Can I tell you what? Everybody has the same track to God. It's Jesus Christ. Everybody uh -huh. has the same spirituality track. It's accepting Jesus Christ and having the Holy Spirit of God in your heart. And if anybody adds to the word of God or takes away from the word of God, God forgive them because it's not going to be good. But anyway, let me tell you the great news, folks. The great news is take heed. Yeah. Take fast. Hold of the instructions. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Make her your life today. Make God your life. We love you, folks. You guys are awesome. Make sure if you need anything from us, go out to Help for Wounded Spirits. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe we can get Stephanie to throw some pictures that we can pop out there with Charles maybe doing some of his drawings or something like that. We'll make sure we load the Facebook page. So join us on Help for Wounded Spirits. If you think we're doing a good job, give us five stars on Apple or Android. If you don't think we're doing a good job, don't do anything. Hey, we love you. Give us another chance. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.